Shabbat Shalom and welcome to another episode of A Christian Voice. I'd like to talk about bigotry today. Most importantly, how many people unwittingly practice it by using the term race? Do you know that term comes from the white supremacists? They claim there is more than one race. Charles Darwin, of course, being one of their best mouthpieces. The original idea was that people with pale or light or white if you prefer the inaccuracy of that term, I say it this way, pigment-challenged people, that they are, quote, Adam's race. This amuses me no end. See, the Holy Bible is very clear that it is those, and only those, in Adam's race, which are born in sin. Born under the curse because of Adam's original sin. I cannot help laughing at the backhanded, though quite unintentional, compliment of superiority. Because if we aren't Adam's race, we aren't sinners, which would put us so far above you poor white folks. Woohoo! Problem solved. Well, sadly, it just isn't true. So they came up with this idea of there being superior and inferior classes or races of people. Folks, there is only one race. It's called the human race. I know, right? However, there are many groups within that race with different ethnic mixes. And there is actually no pure ethnic bloodline, not even Jews. They've intermarried to the point that nobody can prove their lineage all the way back to creation. Yeah, maybe you can go back to Israel the person, Jacob that is, But let's look even further back than him. Where did Jacob come from? Okay, we'll all agree. I hope. His dad was Isaac and his genetic father, Abraham. Good. Was Abraham a Jew? Before God took and made him and his descendants into the nation of Israel, which we now call the Jewish people? No. How could he have been? Oh, his bloodline is known. Abram came from Ur of the Chaldees. Chaldean, which was Babylonian, if I'm not mistaken in my history. And who were Abram, or Abraham's, ancestors? Same as yours and mine. Noah and his family. The eight people saved from the global flood. Not regional. Covered the whole earth. You really think they wouldn't have remembered and passed that on accurately? Think again. People don't like that. Well, okay, I have some good news for you folks. Noah also had ancestors. I know, right? So who were Noah's ancestors? Again, the same as ours. The first two people ever created, Adam and Eve, or Adam and Hava. Uh Uh-oh, did I just say all people are genetically related? (gasps) Did I just imply that people of even the fairest skin came from somewhere in the Saharan region? You bet. The Holy Bible says in the book called Acts, from verses 24 through 27, God, that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, and hath made of one blood all nations of men, to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined the times before appointed, and the bounds of their habitation, that they should seek the Lord, end quote. Folks, that should end it right there. 
God made the world. He made all people from one blood. Endless genetic variety, but in truth, one blood. Well, Miss Smarty Pants, what is the be-all and end-all of the investigations of science have to say about that? So glad you asked. Ever heard of mitochondrial Eve? The scientific conclusion of studying the human genome. Check it out for yourself. The truth that all humans came from one single female. Most widely believed to have originated somewhere in the region that <clears throat> God's holy word said all along. Mm. Sorry, peeps. Here's another fun little snippet for you. It has been discovered that the potential for any, let me repeat that, any genetic combination lies within the DNA of every single one of us. Isn't that awesome? I had the pleasure last fall, uh, working those lovely fairs, to chat with a woman who informed me that red hair came from the mixing of the races. Really? I questioned to draw her out. Well, I just thought there must be some Irish in me somewhere, which it turns out, genetically, there is quite a bit of. Anyway, she told me it was the curse of the mixing. She told me we, that is, all people, knew within ourselves that mixing was wrong. But since we did it anyway, genetic mutations like red hair were our punishment. <laughs> Variety's a punishment, folks. Especially those of you with pure red hair. So beautiful. I've always wanted that color. I've got traces of it in mine. I love red hair. But anyway, variety is a punishment. I bet you, like me, thought it was a blessing. I bet you thought variety was the spice of life. Well, we just didn't have the benefit of this woman's wisdom. I politely thanked her for her new and interesting perspective as I finished her sale. It was unfortunately after that that I learned about the infinite genetic combinations inherent in the genome itself. Not that it would have mattered. You want to hate? You're going to hate. If it's not one reason, it'll be another. So we're all, as they say, genetic cousins. Shouldn't that scientific fact erase the very notion of bigotry based on skin color? If you've already rejected the word of the creator himself? Why am I even talking about this today? A story today out of the ever-intelligent and wonderful state of Washington, which I always think is a disgusting mockery of his name, Oh, pardon me, I digress. Spokane, Washington, NAACP president, is being exposed as, quote, white, end quote. This is somewhat amusing, though overall, just a pathetic comment on a screwed-up society. If the word society can be said to apply to a place with such primitive notions as to judge another human being's character based upon the amount of pigmentation they produce... What is the NAACP? <laughs> Something that would never be allowed if it were coming in the other direction. Something so hypocritical, and so obviously hypocritical, that most people just shake their heads and look the other way. What is the NAACP? Bigotry, based on skin color, at its finest. Okay, but what is the NAACP? NAACP, as most people do know, stands for the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Wow! Why is that not as generally offensive 
as the real title of Darwin's On the Origin of Species, the Preservation of the Favored Races in the Struggle for Life. I submit it is at least as offensive. Darwin was, let's face it, generally ignorant. Most of what he wrote he made up out of his own head, not from a study of actual science, not from taking other, well, not other, he wasn't a scientist, not from taking scientist research and creating a valid argument. What we call his theory of evolution doesn't actually meet the criteria for a theory. It doesn't, only for an hypothesis. Nonetheless, again, I digress. Back to this woman, Rachel Dolezal. They say she's been outed. I say, if she truly is not what people call black, then she should grab the ACLU and sue. Sue for her right to lead the organization anyway. Sue for any and all discriminatory actions taken against her as a result of this controversy. Folks, the real controversy here should be that they're allowed to discriminate when no one else is. That they claim to stand as the defense against bigotry by practicing the most disgusting form of it? That those who were once oppressed should not be ashamed to have become the oppressors? That those who once recognized the inherent human dignity in all of Hashem's creatures now are the worst of tyrants? The hated have turned into the haters. Is that justice? By no means. Revenge, pure and simple. And no, revenge should never be confused with justice nor should it ever replace justice. Ever. Okay, anyone else out there old enough to remember being taught that two wrongs don't make a right? It's true. Our parents were actually right. Oh no! Tell you what, the longer you live, the more you appreciate and long for the wisdom of previous generations. Two wrongs don't make a right. The NAACP needs to be treated like every other entity in these United States, fairly. Fair does not mean special. It means treated in a manner equal to the treatment others receive. The non-discrimination laws that apply to every other organization and business need to be applied here. Enough of this race-baiting. Enough of trying to destroy my beloved country from within. Isn't it time, you whose skin is even darker than mine, that you stop being the pawn to white masters? No, not my original idea. I'm quoting a current politician here. I'll let you research that one yourself. You want to scream about being tools, being oppressed? Now what do you think this is? Why is it, do you suppose, that only the special rights for black groups are not bothered with laws? with laws being enforced in their agencies and associations. Can you not see that you are being used by someone, somewhere, with an agenda to keep you trapped in the bondage of hatred? Can you not see that once you leave it behind, you can become all you are meant to be, as individuals, as Americans? That you can rise from the ignorance of hatred and soar in any way you want? Many of you cry about lack of opportunity, but then refuse to work toward it. You tell yourselves, I've heard it with my own ears a million times if once, that being a law-abiding, hard-working member of American society means you are, quote, acting white, end quote. A disgusting notion of bigotry right there. 
You tell yourselves that you need hate groups to fight for you? Fight for what? For what? You're none of you stuck in any job, slaving your entire day and night at the whim of people with whips and chains to beat you if you breathe wrong. There's not a single one of you with a job that does not get a paycheck for that job. You are not in slavery. And what about this black Twitter? Aren't you disgusted? This is truly disgusting. Just because you're self-titled black instead of self-titled white doesn't make it any less of an outrage or any less disgusting or any less of a supremacy group. That's what you are, black supremacists. That's okay now? No, it's no more okay than the white supremacists. It doesn't become right. Two wrongs don't make a right. Aren't you, who participate in such things, ashamed of yourselves? Of course not, because you've subscribed to the victim mentality that only serves to hold your own selves down. Isn't it time to rid yourself of this nonsense? Isn't it time to, individually and corporately, rise up and say, I am a person of value because I live a valuable life that contributes to my society. And that your society is not the underworld of gangs, of violence, and of crime. Isn't it time to decide that you're actually an American like every other American? Isn't it time to wake up, to wise up? And hey, if you want to be African, move to Africa. If you don't want to be a productive member of America, go somewhere else and leave your citizenship at the door. This goes for everyone who hates our country, regardless of your skin tone. You hate my country? You want a socialist or a communist or even a democratic instead of our republican form of government? Get out! Go to one that already exists. But that's not really what anyone wants. Some want to be lazy. Some want the power that comes from instigating violence. Some flat out want to take the best freest nation in the world and ruin it. Some just want to get or increase wealth. Some are just interested in the grand social experiment of seeing whether they can cause our country to implode. Some want anarchy so they can grab power globally by leveraging what little we have left in the world. <sighs> Some want us out of the way because we are Israel's politically and militarily strongest ally. Ah, uh, that Christian. Always brings things back to God, doesn't she? Yeah. Because the earth is his, and the fullness thereof. Because ultimately, God is the be-all and end-all of all. And it breaks his heart to see his creation treating each other like this. God is love. Bigotry is hatred. He didn't make us to be like this. Let's just stop. Stop. Everyone pretends to be against haters. Prove it. Money where your mouth is. No special favors for anyone. Americans for America. America, as formed and recorded in our Constitution. I had someone who thought he was so smart tell me recently that I was wrong. The Constitution was not based upon the Bible. It's based, he smugly informed me, upon the Magna Carta. I can hear you historians out there laughing. I amusedly submitted to that as an influence in the shaping. And what, pray tell, was the inspiration for said Magna Carta? Uh-oh. Back to that Bible again. I'd love to know what he thinks the Magna Carta was. 
if not a declaration of the religious liberties of the church. Phrases like, having regard to God, and for the salvation of our souls and those of all our heirs, and under the honor of God, and etc. <sighs> Clearly, he has never read either the Constitution nor any translation of the Magna Carta. Whoops. So, when are we going to get right with this God of love, who has granted us all of these freedoms? The only one who has granted us life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The only one who can. Not the guarantee of happiness, only the pursuit thereof. And true happiness is found only in him, through his only begotten son, Yeshua, Jesus. When are we going to break free of the bondage of our sin, as individuals and as a nation? Then, and only then, will we be able to treat each other as we ought. You remove religion, you remove the ability to self-govern in a sustainable manner. You remove Christianity, you remove the ability to esteem others more highly than yourself. Why is that important? Because then, we are not scrambling to push or to hold others down. Because then everyone is looking to bettering themselves, rather than to dragging others down to their own level to feel justified in their sin. Then, as we all individually begin to rise, we corporately begin to rise. Then America is not only the great nation she was in the beginning, but even better. Then we begin to reap the rewards of a godly society, the blessings of peace. We may not be in an open civil war, but we are certainly not at peace. Now are we? Why do you suppose people are tolerating Islam? The ACLU never goes after them. Ever. They're screwing with our public school curriculum left and right to push their false religion without any peep from them. By the way, I am in no way endorsing that organization when I say Miss NAACP Prez should sue through them. Please understand, that was tongue-in-cheek. But seriously, why are they not suing Muslims? Why are the Muslims being allowed to take groups of public school children into local mosques and forcing them on their knees to participate in so-called prayers around our nation? I submit, it's because it is a violent and destructive religion. I submit, it's because it is also a tool of those hoping to destroy America. I think they may underestimate it, though. I think that was a serious error in judgment. They're not going to find the reins quite so easy to get back as they planned on once they're done using Islam. I believe they think that because of the global acts of violence by Muslim adherents, that they will simply be able to turn public opinion against them. Then they will start decrying their actions once they have weakened America enough. Then there will be such an outcry and such blitzes from the controlled media portraying all of the killings and other atrocities. I'm afraid, actually, that it won't just be the controlled media. What little is left of free press, like myself as one obscure voice, are only too happy to warn people of the dangers of Islam. Still, it'll be a tool they may regret using in the end. What do we do? Are there abuses of our system caused by personal bigotry? Sure. Get rid of those people the way we're supposed to. Vote them out. Or go as high as you need and vote out those who allowed that trickle down to whatever level it affects you on. Well, what about institutional bigotry? Where? 
There is none. There is no institutional societal bigotry against darker skinned people. It just doesn't exist. There are a few rotten apples in the barrel that sport all different skin tones. (laughs) The worst right now are wearing darker shades. Again, let's remove those bad apples that are spoiling the whole barrel. Don't let them win. Certainly, don't be their willing idiot. Okay, so I have an update since I started this show. Here's part of the official response to this from the relevant chapter of the NAACP. Quote, For 106 years, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People has held a long and proud tradition of receiving support from people of all faiths, races, colors, and creeds. NAACP Spokane, Washington branch president Rachel Dolezal is enduring a legal issue with her family, and we respect her privacy in this matter. One's racial identity is not a qualifying criteria or disqualifying standard for NAACP leadership. The NAACP Alaska Oregon Washington State Conference stands behind Ms. Dolezal's advocacy record in every corner of this country. The NAACP remains committed to securing political, educational, and economic justice for all people. And we encourage Americans of all stripes to become members and serve as leaders in our organization. End quote. Okay, kudos to them for that response. Credit where it's due, and it's due for that answer. Now, if you mean it, why does your organization exist? Still smacking of hypocrisy here, folks. At least it's a step, I guess. Where do we go from here? Straight to the cross of Christ. Will that fix our country? Maybe. Maybe not. It could, ultimately. But it might not. What it will fix is you. It will fix your eternity, living in a perfect place without any abuses called heaven. It will be so beautiful in the presence of Adonai. It will fix your life here on earth in that you will not be a slave any longer. You will not be controlled by anger, hatred, revenge, or jealousy of what others have that you don't have. Oh, you might still choose those things here and there, but you will not have to anymore. We are truly all one race of mankind. I'm afraid we are all Adam's race. There is not a single human being in all of history who was ever anything other than a human. No one is any closer or any further from apes. If one was, which we're not, 99.99% similar to anything else, it would still mean only this truth. You are not that thing. You are different. Different is not the same. I guess they don't teach you that in school anymore either. So don't give me any monkey tales about different races. We are all sinners. We all deserve punishment. We are all in need of the only way that our creator, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, provided as atonement for us the blood sacrifice, will you accept the ultimate, the only permanently effective 
blood sacrifice for your sin, the death on the cross of Emmanuel, God with us, and his subsequent resurrection. There is no other way, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Call on the Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua, HaMashiach, and be saved. Thanks for listening. Yeshua Adonai, Jonah 2.9, copyright 2015, A Christian.